234. Well, it appears that uh, 2017 got another classic rocker, this time from the band Boston. Timekeeper for the band Boston, Sib Hashian, real name John Hashian, died last night in the worst possible way. He's on the Legends of Rock cruise, which began in Florida on the 18th of uh, March. And it was going to Puerto Rico and Bahamas. And people are like, yeah, they're all wearing their tie-dye jeans. And they got their big rock hair on and their feather earrings with the roach clip attached. He keels over on the drum kit in the middle of a performance. What? Yeah. Collapses. Not a good thing. Anyhow, he's passed away at the age of 67. Uh, Witnesses say uh, CPR was performed. They get the deep rib out uh but no no avail i mean it's like clear boom nothing could not get a pulse which is you know what a way to go you're keeping time and then your ticker gives out not good anyhow i just thought i'd pass that along you know what else i uh was thinking of as soon as i heard uh he was from boston you know there i think they produced that was a self-produced album done in their basement it was one of the biggest selling albums ever their uh, self-titled album, and it featured that song, More Than a Feeling. But uh, you might remember the cover. It's like um, UFOs, City in a UFO. Mm-hmm. It says Boston on the front, but the, but it's it's a flying guitar, and it looks like it's flying away from, it's all these flying guitars flying away from, um, like spaceships flying into space away from an exploding Earth. And it was designed by a graphic designer. Her name is Paula Shear. Anyway, she's one of the most popular uh, cover designers for albums ever, and she is she, she's an incredible person. She's featured on this Art of Design on Netflix. It's oh, my Netflix documentary recommendation. About. It's fantastic. They, I mean, cover all kinds of people that are in different facets of design. And uh, Paula said it's her least favorite cover. It's the most recognizable. She still says it's a mediocre piece of work. And she knows that in her, you know, on her uh, epitaph, on the day she dies, they are then going to say, oh, yeah, she was responsible for the Boston cover. And she's going to hate it. She's going to be like rolling over in her grave because she knows it's going to be stuck with her. Anyhow, uh, there, I thought I'd pass that along to you. It's a, it's sad. But, you know, they're getting up there, 67. Not getting any younger, but uh, what happens now on the cruise? <laughs> That's yeah, I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, that that party's over. We're looking for a drummer. Anyone know a drummer? Uh-oh. They're the hardest yeah. musician to find. Apparently, your drummer goes, your mm. band is over. That's it. That's the end of the. I band. don't mean going that way. That's no. a. That's why uh, so, so many good bands actually share drummers. All right, I'm going from awkward to awkward. Um, Nancy Kerrigan. Is you're not the awkward one. I'm talking an awkward story. Nancy Kerrigan, it, you, do you remember she was a famous skater and yeah, the, uh, an Olympic hopeful. And uh, I don't know if she was. She ended up. Uh, yeah, she ended up mm-hmm. uh, skating in the Olympics. Uh, she, she was like everybody's darling. Yeah, back in the, I believe it was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, she's on Dancing with the Stars. Have a little listen. It looks like so much fun, oh, but really a lot of work. So like now that I'm actually not on my couch anymore. I'm a little nervous. Nancy uh, Kerrigan was uh, galooglied uh, by Jeff Galulio. I don't even know how to say his name. Galoogly. Sure. Galooly. Anyhow, he was uh, dating Tan- Tanya Harding at the time, or mm-hmm. it was her husband, ex-husband. Anyhow, he kneecaps her basically in 1994 um, at the U.S. Figure Skating Championships in Detroit, 
and where well, kneecapping does happen, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's clubbed in the leg, and then she has a hard time skating after that, and they don't know if she's going to go into the um, Olympics or not. It was a tragic story. She's now on Dancing with the Stars. America's Sweetheart has returned. Yay. So Christy Yamaguchi, who is also an uh, Olympic figure skater, sends her well wishes with this tweet. So excited for you. Na- Nancy A. Kerrigan, can't wait to see you grace the ballroom floor. Bl- break a leg. <laughs> break a leg. Poor choice of words. I get why she did it. Chris, this is a story you're going to love. Do you think love. she could take that joke? Oh, yeah, totally. But, I mean, it's like, ooh, awkward. <laughs> um, listen to this. Life imitating Seinfeld. Chris, you're going to love this story. I'm already so excited. A 70-year-old man from Flint, Michigan, pled guilty Monday to pulling a Seinfeld scam that was pulled by Kramer and, and Newman. Newman. Have a listen. Wait a minute, you mean you got five cents here and ten cents there? You could round up bottles here and, and run them out to Michigan no, that for the doesn't difference. Work. What do you mean it doesn't work? You got enough bottles together. Yeah, you <laughs> overload your inventory and you blow your margins on gasoline. Trust me, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, uh, apparently they find out it does work because Newman goes on to say, well, it's Mother's Day. I'm running an empty truck to Michigan, a mail truck. I'm surprised you know all the details. They put the cans mm-hmm. in the back. And they uh, when you don't have to pay for your vehicle or your gas, you, your margins improve. Sure, and they're singing like a uh, hundred bottles of beer on the wall or something like yeah, that on the way back. Thousands. Yeah. Anyhow, they're all uh, happy about it. Well, this guy, I don't know. I'm guessing he's seen the Seinfeld episode. He pled guilty ret- to returning more than ten thousand dollars worth of out-of-state non-refundable beverage containers. Um, to uh, Michigan. It was discovered that from 2012 to 2015, he was buying these uncrushed returnable cans in Indiana's scrap, and then he's returning them to Michigan, and he's redeeming them uh, for 10 cents per can deposit, right? And he, he at some cases, he would actually um, take advantage of these uh, the fact that they, they were, you know, old and gnarly, mm-hmm. and he would put phony labels on them. So that they would look more uh, realistic. Anyhow, he's pled guilty. He owes $400,000 in restitution to the state of Michigan. And he used a van and a trailer. He has to forfeit that for the scheme. He's going to be sentenced on May the 2nd. I think it's interesting. Crazy. Yeah, but there's no reference to Seinfeld within that story. I think they should have asked him, where did you get this idea? Oh, yeah, come on. Anyhow, uh, there's it, it, things got heated uh, last night at the Peel School Board meeting. Uh, the police had to clear the room today at another meeting. Somebody ripped up a Koran. It's not a happy situation as far as Peel goes. Tensions are running high. We're going to talk with Janet McDougal, who's the chair of the Peel District School Board. All of this stemming from the idea of religious accommodation in schools. She joins us next. Stick around. It should be an interesting conversation, to say the least.